Welcome back to the Super Flexible Podcast, episode 115, here with the Dynasty Madman. We are cooking up some stuff in our lab. Um, how the hell are you, first of all? Dude, I am doing great. How about you? I put you in like a science lab today. Like, that's the madman that you are. <laughs> I wish, man. Uh, the mad scientist. I was a science major in college, man, environmental science. But yeah, now the only science I get into is uh, helping my kids with their science projects and stuff at, uh, you know, homeschool. Not really. I make a joke about that. They go to school, but like they're home three out of five yeah. days. And I'm, I'm dad and I'm teacher and I'm, you know, whatever. Janitor, like, all that you're stuff. like, damn, I, I am so glad I didn't decide to homeschool these kids for the entire time. Yeah, I love them, man. But I, I don't, I couldn't be a teacher. Like, I mean, I showing them certain things I, I can do. I think that just that they don't listen to me is the one thing. You know, you're as well as they'll listen to someone else, a teacher or a coach. They don't listen to me in the same way because I'm dad. You know, well, you're dad. They selectively do. Yeah. They they don't need your approval because they take you for granted, um, for as sure. as they absolutely should. You know, they don't take those teachers for granted, and they they need that approval a little bit differently because they need to know that. The teacher is going to be there for them, even if it is in that environment, in that setting, they need to appease that person. Whereas you, I mean, and and you're a good dad at that. It's not like you're, you know what I mean? So they don't need to appease you the same way They that it's just a weird, um, weird relationship. Yeah. It's great that kids have that kind of relationship with their parents because there are few times in life when you can be as brutally honest as kids are with their parents (laughs) to anybody else on earth without getting, you know something uh done to you thrown at you or whatever like even i couldn't be that brutally honest with my wife right who could I, it's so it's it's unique but i think at times i'm brutally but honest she can be with you <laughs> oh my god yeah you're just like, like dang like ouch like man if i said that to you you would not be very happy with me right now <laughs> i don't know if this happens to you uh but my wife will um you know she'll get mad at me and um and then, you know, I have to just basically stay out of her way, right? And then if I get, even if I'm just a little bit grumpy, daddy's grumpy, and then she'll say and do stuff just, and I'll end up getting into a worse mood. Like, I I am not allowed to be even in a slightly off mood, grumpy, upset about something, none of that. I can't have that kind of emotion, you know, even even though I'm the kind of person that it's gone in five minutes. Yeah. Like, or you know, I don't, I'm not going to embrace it and be bitter for 30 years or something. I, you know, I live life eyes forward and all that. So I'm just like, you know, if you would just leave me alone for five minutes, but it, instead of like, thro- you know, throwing fuel on the fire, I'm like, honey, you don't always have to fight fire with fire. Let my testosterone fade away and, you know, it will all, it'll be all set. And I don't think swags, we've talked about this before. I don't think testosterone gets enough appreciation. I realize I'm not an MMA fighter. <laughs> professional athlete i still have testosterone we all do yes, right that, that yes those are vein. definitely our chemicals even if they are not of choice if a woman had testosterone we would all be dead yeah. <laughs> no man would be left alive and man and i think part of it too like and i don't want to be like sound cold or callous or anything like that like but sometimes i just don't want to be needed like 
I just want to kind of <laughs> shut down for a moment. Like, uh, can I just get a drink without you being like, hey, what are you doing? Like, Dude, you have to be a mind reader. Are you kidding? You you are always needed. Even if that's that's one thing I learned quickly after being married to my wife. I don't need you for anything. Oh, really? Okay. And then later, the same day, I I needed some help. Where were you? You don't. You just said yourself. Yes. You don't need me. But but then with that said, like, and this is where my wife's awesome because she she wants to be needed. Like that's where she, that's her strong suit. Like the, when there's a situation where somebody needs something, whether it's me or the kids or whoever it may be, like somebody at her work, a friend, she shines and and she is smitten. Yes. She is smitten that you need her. She wants to help. She's going to come up with a solution. She's a guardian kind of personality, probably a fixer. She she wants, not all people are like that, but you know, she's a mom and that motherly sort of instinct that's that makes her feel good it makes her feel like a good human and she is a good human by you know your description so it's just funny man because we're not the same yeah men are so different yeah so let's we were super show, short 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 show <laughs> super if, super short so super so short we're not gonna get the word out <laughs> So we've kind of been talking a lot about like different strategies and kind of a little, I I would say even to be fair, a little bit value-based shows on the last super flexible and even the super show that we did last week. And it it kind of got me to thinking as I'm doing a little bit of roster, like tinkering and stuff like that and getting ready for the the playoffs, hopefully, if not like the future Mm -hmm. and, and one that I ran into. And so I want to know how you feel about this because I've kind of been looking for like inefficiencies in the market and where I think that they should maybe be closer. So I ran into this, maybe, I don't know how you're going to feel about this, but how far apart should Rob Gronkowski and Zach Ertz honestly be? Oh my God. I, I, we, man, Rob Gronkowski, what everybody knows who he is. You know, he's one of those things that you don't need to introduce Rob Gronkowski title winner for your fantasy teams. Year after year after year, what, eight, nine years in a row? I don't know. Yep. It was a long time, and I was always happy to own him. And he's one of those guys we've talked before where you just let them, I don't want to say die, but you know, you let them um, go to pasture in you, on your roster because you don't care. Like By the time you trade him for something, like, you, you want to eke out every bit of value out of that player. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rob Gronkowski's done playing football. I mean, he might not want to be done, and – People that own him on their fantasy rosters might not want him to be done, but he's pretty much done. I mean, he's linked to Tom Brady. They got this thing in Tampa. Sometimes works, you know, but he is, you know, Zach Ertz at least wasn't bad last year. He was very good. And everybody that wants Goddard to take his place is out there saying, oh, I told you, Zach Ertz, you told us three years ago, two years ago. Right, right. That's a good point. Guy's not a great athlete compared to some of these other amazing tight ends, you know, the Noah Fants, you know, even um, Hawkinsmithstein, even him, you know, all these <laughs> guys, all these guys are um, really uh, great athletes. And then Zach Ertz isn't, but he's an amazing tight end, great blocker, you know, finds space, gets open, catches what's thrown to him. I don't think he's done. I know, you know, this season happened and things weren't looking great. Were they looking great for that team anyway? And he is an older tight end, but still, I want Zach Ertz to come back next year, and I want hopefully on a different team, 
and he, I think he's going to play well. Okay, I don't so you would like to see him on a different team. Yeah, and I think he's in good enough shape that he's going to be fine at his age next year. I mean, we've seen what Jason Witten's been able to do, taking care mm-hmm. of himself. Even Gronk, you know, to, to your earlier point. Yeah, so, and that's that the thing. Part. Like, so Zach Ertz is 30, and Rob Gronkowski is 31. They'll both be 31 by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And the thing about Rob Gronkowski, and, and there's, there's a gamble with any of this, and I totally get it. The thing about Rob Gronkowski, though, is that we know is something you mentioned is he's with Tom Brady. And I do believe that if he is around next year, he's only going to be around if he can be with Tom Brady. Like, that's right, going to be one key to Rob Gronkowski for the rest of his the, career. That is the key. He's he's not going to go play with anyone else, probably by choice anyways. Almost certainly not going to. This was, you know, the last hurrah, get the band back together, you know. Yep. Down here, you know, Tom and um, and Rob, the, the Tom and Rob show, big and rich. But anyway, yeah, but Gronkowski's had so many injuries. You Definitely. Know? Um, he's got the lingering back thing. That's not yep. going to get any better. It's a matter of time probably before he's done. I mean, Ertz has had injuries, too. I mean, you know, these all these guys have had some have gotten banged up. But Ertz hasn't had the, the same kinds of injuries that Gronk has had. And, to the you know, repetitively. The back is the biggest thing, but I, I don't think – is there anything that really indicates that Zach Ertz is done if he goes to another team? Why are people just all of a sudden – and it seems like a trend that they're just like, yeah, Ertz sucks, and I don't care if he goes to another team. Mm. I, do you do you get that impression from Zach Ertz? I mean, did he suddenly just wake up um, after last season? You know, I suck at football, so I think I'm just going to, you know – not play anymore. I don't, do you get I that? I think even when he was healthy this season, he didn't quite look the same. But like you said, the whole yeah. team has kind of looked awful. Complete uh, yeah. to be completely fair, you know. So, but then you did start to see like what we think Goddard could be capable of, yeah. at, even with Ertz still on the field. And then they both end up getting hurt, so we never got to really see. But it does look like. You, you, if you imagine it, the way you said it, I think is the way it'll play out. Is I don't think Ertz is going to be with Philadelphia next year, and he's probably going to be in a new offense, learning a new system. And I think he's savvy enough to where he can pick that up pretty quick now at his age. But at the same time, so Ertz isn't going to go away because he's not going to be a baby like Gronk, and he's not going to have to be attached to somebody like Brady. So Ertz is going to be around. And and he is a little bit younger, not quite as beat up. But then you do get like Gronk attached to Brady whenever you're going to have him. So you know that's not for too much longer because Brady's getting old. But I mean Gronk, like the last four weeks or so, the second half outside of last week, I mean he's been a top five tight end. He's he's kind of put it together, you know. And then last week he I think laid a donut, like it was really bad. Maybe like point nine points he got you. But at the same time, like, he can help you now. So I'm torn with this one. Like, if you uh, – and I can tell, like, you're you're more on the Ertz side. And, and I am too, to be honest with you. But I just don't know if, like – so if – I'm using Dynasty Trade Calculator, tight end premium. Uh-huh. But Rob Gronkowski is 3.9 points and Ertz is 11, which is actually pretty low for both of them being, like, yeah. who they were. But should it be that far apart? I don't know if it should be that far apart. I think pe- there, so there are obviously people out there who think that Ertz has more left in the tank and he's going to be playing somewhere next year, and they're optimistic about it. I don't know how much I trust the calculators, anyways. What I what agree. is built into that algorithm that has a, that bias? Ertz hasn't even been playing, right? And 
and and here, like you said, Gronk has, and you know, Brady has so many options. You know, you, it's one of those things where you, who's going to be the guy this week? Because it's been, you know, even Evans has had some games and he disappears, and then Gronk's had some games and he disappears. It's it's kind of like um, sure. musical chairs over there. Um, I think it's a lot closer than that, especially if you're trying to do something this year. Ertz really isn't going to be, make a difference for you, whereas you know Gronk can. So maybe simplifying it too much, but that's. You know, now or next year, I prefer to own Ertz because I think there's at least a chance he's, you know, a tight end one somewhere else next year. And, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And if I don't have Ertz, what do I have? Gronkowski for the next six games, seven games, whatever? Yeah, probably a year to two at, at best. Yeah. I, I'm Maybe guessing. This, and next, this and next with Brady while he's in Tampa. Yep. Sure. All right. And I, yeah, think I don't that have that's... a problem with either one, man, but they're both old dogs, right? I, I wish them both the best, yep. they're, but their days are behind them. So I, I was thinking about, let me tell you this offer, like I'm tr- going to try to get done most likely. Maybe you'll talk me out of it. This is a okay. this is not the league we're in. You're in a very similar league to this, though, with me. It's a two tight end, which is sometimes crazy. It's super flex and it's Devi. It's very similar to that league that we're in together. Okay. But So I was thinking about sending Blake Jarwin and like Joshua Kelly to get Rob Gronkowski. Blake Jarwin and Joshua Kelly. I mean, uh, uh, a non-contender, with... like somebody that totally is out of it owns Gronk. Yeah, no, I, I could see you doing that. I don't have a problem with, with trying to win. I mean, that, what, what else do you have? I mean, seriously. And, and you know I how like... much those leagues suck, those two tight end leagues. Yeah, I, I hate those leagues. I told you I won't get in another one. I, it could be like all my favorite people. It could be everything yeah. else great, but it's must-start two tight ends. I'm, I'm going to say no because it's so annoying. It's not fun. I'm with you on that. It's not enjoyable. And no, these people who think they can stream tight ends. Okay. Okay. Sure. All right. It's I mean, hard, man. I can't do it like, you know, I can with cornerbacks. I've said that before. I can't choose the right tight end. Usually. I mean, get lucky sometimes. And I have rosters where I have a ton of them, but it's just start one. And, you know, I have, sometimes I have a couple I can roll out on bye weeks and stuff. Cause I have good ones, but and it is deeper than ever, but you only have today. And we talked about this on the HQ last night a little bit. You know, we give Mike a little bit of flack sometimes, you know, for the win now, win now, you know. But what else? Why are we doing this? You, yeah. you can't postpone um, year after year. Things happen. Look, COVID came. What about all the people with title hopes this year? We have all these injuries and right. COVID. So much happened. All my teams that I thought I had a shot to win the leagues in, uh, th- those, you know, those dreams are dashed. So right. I had to make a decision. You're in a position to win this league. I mean, is are, do you think you're giving away too much? I don't. What is Blake Jarwin? Is right, he exactly. Better than Dalton Schultz? I doubt it. I mean, Dalton Schultz is probably what everybody wanted Blake right. Jarwin to be. We'll never know. Exactly. I mean, He's, Schultz was like an afterthought, fullback, occasionally in there doing, and now he they turned him. Well, before Dak got hurt, Dak turned him into a star. Yep. But he, and he's oddly kind of like that fool's gold to a non-contender in a, in this kind of format. You know what I mean? Like they feel like, oh yes, I do need to sell Gronk, which you probably absolutely do. But then they also kind of look at that and they're like, oh, and I'm getting a future tight end, and maybe you are, maybe you're not. But uh, yeah, I, I do. I do commend the person who's asking you for both Joshua Kelly and Blake Jarwin because I think they're being greedy. <laughs> greedy yes. But, you know, that's what you have to do. I mean, get whatever you can. It's not you know, like you're a bad person. Get get as much as you can or you're being a fool. Like, always capitalize on what, you know, the going rate might be or more. Um, get whatever you can. So I commend that owner for doing that. 
um, are I feel like I'm surprised you have to give away both of those pieces to get Gronk. But I don't. Yeah, uh, Joshua Kelly. Meh. I mean, he's good. He's the biggest thing you're moving, though. I wouldn't think twice about moving Blake Jarwin, though. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And and I kind of agree, too. Like, I think the owner is being – they want a little much. But at the same time, I think that in in the two tight end set, I like what it does for my team. Mm-hmm. And, and it, like, you – I don't know, dude. Those leagues suck. It's so hard to get a tight end when you need one. Trust um, me, I know. I mean, I had a similar um, problem in a league that um, – James the Brain started actually, and um, you know it's a two start two tight ends, and I always gave those guys a hard time about that. Um, but it's super flex. It's a it's a smaller roster. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, um, sh- shallower rosters, right? Uh, but I think the starting lineup is still like ten, two of which have to be tight ends. I didn't have I didn't go into the draft, come out of the auction with um, tight good tight ends. Fortunately, Higby went off the hook last year at the end of the year because it was the only thing I was missing to get to the title game and maybe win it. I have Mahomes. I'm, I'm in a good place with wide receivers, running backs, but I was stifled by the tight end position. And, you know, I didn't have Kittle or Kelsey or Andrews or anybody really, you know, at the top. And I'm rolling out these guys, you know, the Tyler Crofts and just all this, you know, these these wannabe tight ends. And um, Higby fortunately went off, and um, that's why I made it to the title game, and he's why I won the title game, essentially. And you're, the difference between you winning a title and losing and not in the playoffs it, without Gronkowski is very real. Like, and, and your chance yeah. of winning with him is as well, especially if the connection with Brady, you know, it's rekindled, I guess, to what it was a few weeks back, and, and you stand a chance to win. What did you really give up? A run, um, one of your extra running backs, I guess. Right. I know you stock up on – you stockpile those guys, so he can't be, like, that high on your list of – dudes right yeah i'm not starting him this week or anything like that you know you and obviously well, not will starting start Brady. yeah yeah i'll put him in my lineup i'll take There's that risk. Answer. i am willing You're to take the yeah i'm totally willing to take the gamble on gronk um this is basically became a, a rob gronkowski show <laughs> um i do want to ask you about one more super quick before we get out of here though and this is just yeah. going to be a short show but something else i noticed like Kenny Galladay, 27 years old. Keenan Allen, 28 years old. Keenan Allen kicks ass. Kenny Galladay is pretty cool, but <laughs> 28.8 points to the, Keen- to the Kenny Galladay side and 23.9 to the Keenan Allen side. And I can't get Keenan Allen out of my head. I'd much rather have him. Why do I have yeah, to pay I mean, more for Kenny Galladay? A lot of times when I challenge people on trades that I don't want to do and I say, you know what, I, I don't like this or, or whatever, they'll cite a trade calculator. And there are, what, a handful of them out there. I don't, do, I don't look at them very often, but I think you do have to keep in mind it's like using ADP when you do a startup draft. It's a tool that you use so you understand values a little bit to kind of help you make offers and maybe tweak your offer, knowing what someone else is going to expect or um, not want to give you kind of thing too. Uh, I don't, I mean, seriously, Keenan Allen has been one of the most consistent wide receivers. And aside from fluky, weird injuries like lacerated kidney, right? And we've talked about these two before. I can't remember if it was on a show or not, Swags, but, you know, he's had fluky injuries. It's not like he's injury prone, has soft tissue damage all the time, right? Galladay, I love that kid, but for some reason, he's always getting banged up and missing games. And, uh, you know, he's older right he was an older rookie he's like you said a year no he's like nine months maybe younger than keenan allen i think allen's been doing this for seems like 10 years now right um, yeah 
I, I don't think it should be that far away because the age certainly is not. And I don't see Keenan Allen letting up anytime soon. I would rather have Allen in that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'm with you. Straight up. And yeah. I think part of what happens is people, I think people accidentally think Kenny Galladay's younger, like younger, oh, no, I, younger I, I, than I, what I, we just mentioned. Do you remember the trade I asked you about earlier this week where someone was asking me, and I, was, I thought it was interesting because it was such an even trade. I'm like, really just pick your poison, you know, which side do you like better? You know, mm-hmm. you like Galladay and this player and yeah, the other guy yep. like Tyreek Hill and this player. Okay. You know, make, make the trade. Um, I cited, I said, I think people forget that Galladay was an older rookie. He's like right. 26 or 27 years old. And, and that person was shocked. Like they didn't, they didn't realize that either. Yeah. I'm not talking about a 23 year old kid. Right. Yeah, dude, I'm with you. Yeah. This... Good way to think outside the box on some of this stuff. Um, swags, you know, and that's just it, you know, and like, I think a lot of people play the value game and they get kind of stuck in that. And, there, there, it's a community that creates that value, and, and it's okay to be a part of that circle. It's important to know value, but just remember that a circle fits inside a square, and we want to think outside the box. And right, I don't know, but I know I we mean, have no, to get you out of here too. It's fine. Um, I have another minute or so. <laughs> no, but the analogy you're drawing, it, it's it's fair, and I think people are losing the value game. I, it's important to know what someone's willing to give to you for something. I mean, you sell something on eBay or, you know, mm, you, you mm-hmm. have a garage sale or put something on Craigslist. I mean, you kind of have to have a roundabout idea of what you're selling. So you can try to get, you know, first of all, hopefully move it quickly, too. Right. So you don't price it too high, whatever. But I, there's a way to play that value game and win. And I don't know that everybody does that. I mean, if you're using a trade calculator every time you send an offer to somebody and you send them, oh, well, look at this. I mean, really, what are what are you saying? Here's the sticker price of the right. car. And I'm yeah. not paying retail price for shit. I'm, right. I, I'm, I'm either going to steal it or I'm going to get it on wholesale. I'm kidding. I'm not going to steal it. But you know what I'm saying. You're not going to pay. Five finger discount. You're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you, dude. But And I think sometimes you can, like, in a sense, though, you, I think you can go steal Keenan Allen if you can use Kenny Galladay okay. to go get him and just be happy with that. Like, you don't always have to feel like you get the numbers on your calculators to match up, like... It, yep. It's just a different way to take advantage of the calculator is kind of like, holy shit, why is Keenan Allen worth less than Galladay? Not trying to get extra on top of Keenan Allen because you've seen this value. Come on, Swags. He's he's like nine months younger. He's totally more valuable. And I mean, uh, and he's been, like you said, he's been one of the most consistent wide receivers in the league. Yeah, I have no concerns about that guy. He's, he's taking good care of himself, too. You know what? You, I think the next time you and I talk, or certainly soon, because I haven't put you know set this up on any of my shows yet, we should probably talk about the players that we're willing to pay market price for. Mm. The guys out there that I'm willing to buy right now at, you know, Top Ooh, okay, to I like that. So that I can win. You know, I'm not I'm not afraid of buying Stephon Diggs. I know what I'm getting, right? Yes, I like guys that. Like that. Guys, guys that you're willing to pay up for. Them. Yep. So and that's just one example, but there's a whole. I have a whole list of guys that I, you know, I would love to just pay for. And you know what? Yeah. What do you want? Okay. Sounds good yeah. to me. Like, like I, I would literally, I would literally, and I mean this, I would add to Kenny Galladay to get Keenan Allen, even knowing how mm-hmm. it's valued in the calculator. Yeah, and but there you go, man. You have that calculator to you know use as well, um, and you know, and like you know, get the guy that you want. I, I see no problem with it, but yeah, I, I do find at times that values don't seem to, you know, add up. Like they don't make sense. Yep. Absolutely. They're like little glitches in the system and you need to take advantage of those while they last. Capitalize. 
Oh. God is great. Beer is good. People are crazy. People are crazy. It can be a good crazy, though. Yeah. I, I gets a little crazy here's and there's. You kind of have to have a little bit of it to survive, but yeah, you don't want the you don't want the too crazy. Don't get too crazy. Not too crazy. A little crazy. I just got done drinking coffee, and I'm probably gonna eat some potato chips. That's probably the craziest I'm gonna get today. I I went to the store and. I got new coffee and I felt like I had to make another cup of coffee just yep. because I got new coffee and I yeah. definitely didn't need it. Yeah, I'm with you. I, <laughs> I shouldn't be drinking it this late in the day. I got a little bit of a later start though today, this morning with my first cup, but definitely not necessary. When you're wired like this, you don't need that much coffee, bro. Right. But you do. <laughs> he is dynasty madman on twitter i am swagzilla zero g this is super flexible pod or super flex pod on twitter also follow super flex show dynasty trades hq yes what it do